Another big week for Central Queensland. We've got a semi-final NRL game with the Eels taking on the Knights at our beautiful Brown Park on the weekend. Uh, springtime is sensational. We had Casey Barnes on the phone for the 1,927th time this month. <laughs> we also found out about particular voice tones and what attracts men to women and what attracts women to men. Dad jokes with the Esky of dad jokes started compiling them. Found out how much we raised for CQ Healthy Families with Peaky CQ Triathlon. And as the Paralympics wrapped up, we need to think before we speak. Getting our speech right around that particular topic. Banksy and Pinky for breakfast only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Post Paralympics, we are going to discuss the fact that Aussies can unintentionally offend people in the disabled sector with the words that we not consciously choose to talk about such areas. There is shocking new research that shows that one in two Aussies have used an offensive term to describe a person living with a disability. River Knight, the uh, founding director of Developing Australia Communities, joins us right now to discuss. How are you this morning, River? I'm really good. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So we uh, need to think before we speak. Yeah, look, what we've done uh, recently at Developing Australian Communities is a a national survey where we kind of looked at some research around, you know, how people in Australia felt um, about talking about disability, um, you know, their their experience of the language around disability, just to sort of get a bit of a gauge, especially with the Paralympics being on. It's a a great time to... To really, you know, have a look at that space. Do you find people want to have these conversations, but they don't want to intentionally offend, but yeah. they're not sure on the language to use? That's right. So the the statistics, or you know, some of the outcomes that we found when we did our research is that um, about half of the people we surveyed described using a word that could be considered, you know, offensive, mm-hmm. you know, in talking about disability or using a disability sort of related word to, you know, say something mean to someone who doesn't have a right. disability. Yes. and that was um. That was quite interesting to see, but we found the Generation Z, the younger ones, coming out of school, about three-quarters of them felt that they were pretty comfortable in that space, but some of the older... Um, generations, you know, just, just they just weren't sure they were up to date and, of course, they don't want to yeah. upset or offend. So do we have some up-to-date terms that you could share with us this morning, River? Yeah, so what we say is we don't expect you to know all the names of all the different types of disabilities to try and get it right because it does change. But what we say is, you know, if you're, if you're unsure, start with a person first. So we always say try and say a person with a disability. We try not to say things like disabled people because it's so finite. It's like, you know what, you're disabled, yeah. that's it, there's nothing, nowhere to go from there it's like i have might have a disability but in the right setting that disability doesn't affect me so it's not that i'm disabled it's that you know maybe i use a wheelchair so we don't say wheelchair bound it's you know i use a wheelchair you know that might not even be an issue if i can get into the venue because there's no stairs we don't we try and say a person with you know autism but then even in the disability sector people have their own preferences so some say i don't want you to say a person with autism because i don't carry it around the backpack i'd rather you call me autistic you know what that's fine so we just say to people if you're really unsure and it's something you need to bring up you know just ask the person and let them have the control over that
Yeah, I think at the end of the day, in, in any conversation, in any sort of community group, no one wants to offend each other, and, and everyone's levels of offence is different. Just taking the time to sort of say, are you offended by this? Or having that conversation first can lead to none of that awkwardness. It is, and we don't want everyone to go out to the shopping centres now and find everyone they can no, see that looks no. like they've got a disability and ask them you know, how they're going and how they shop. But people with disability, myself included, we, we don't like to be everyone's inspiration because it's no, not yeah. like we have much of a choice but at the same time we see the Paralympics you know I could never swim 25 metres I'd drown before I got to the end wow. of it and, yeah, and we are starting to make progress on this as well uh, it's good to see that uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison have now said equal earning yeah. for Paralympians to able-bodied athletes because they're people too that was cringeworthy it was nice and I thought hang on is this even a thing mm. did, did, are we not are we not doing that? Um, and I'm thinking, we won't, oh. no. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I mean, it was cringeworthy to discover. That, that it was already yeah, like that. Yeah, you're like, so wow. At least we've brought it up to standard specs, yes. you know? Yeah. yeah, it was good to hear. I'm really glad that they've, uh, they've, they've recognised that and just made the, made the point of doing it. So if we can use events like this to really just shine the light on things, it makes things uh, a lot easier. And, of course, with Queensland having the Olympics uh, in a little while to go, maybe another eight years, we'll, uh, we'll have another great chance to showcase things for Australia. And more great things like the developing Australian communities. River Knight, director, founder, thank you for your time, buddy. What else has been happening this week with Banksy and Pinky on Triple MCQ? Birthday call to make right now. Here we go. It should be calling. Set the scene. Set the scene. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Bit He's of Stevie one of the Wonder. worst phone answerers I know. Yellow. Simo. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to Simo. Even though you don't know how to tip, we still love you. I don't know how to tip. I just tip for everyone else. Yeah, stop it. Stop being such a good guy. Man of the people is our Simo. How old are you today? I think I've, oh, I, I think. well, actually, I think I'm 35. I believe I am. <laughs> yeah? How do you feel? You're so adorable. Oh, I feel like mid-20s, you know? <laughs> you know. <laughs> See, no one says that. Once they get to 40, you don't get to think about it anymore. You know very well how old you are. Yeah. Well, the time I hit 40, I'll probably have Alzheimer's, so I won't Oh, stop it. Come on. I'll still be your friend. Look, um, <laughs> uh, have has your morning gone all right so far? Yeah, did you get spoiled? Had all the love from the fam? Oh, it's been amazing. I woke up, I got a Manchester United jersey, so <gasps> that just that, that's what I wanted, you basically. You poor bugger. You, nice. I'm so sorry about that. It should have been Liverpool. Did the girls make you some brekkie? So they didn't make me breakfast, because I don't eat breakfast, but what they did do <laughs> is they made me some caramel cupcakes, <gasps> and um, I, and I uh, ate them for breakfast, oh unfortunately. Oh, my goodness, so, yeah. So, so that was a good start so to it's, the day. It's not that you don't eat breakfast, it's just you choose to only eat caramel for breakfast is... So now they've set the bar very high. So yes. for the next seven days, I want caramel cupcakes. Their lunches and change nappies. So happy birthday, Dad! Uh, that's actually Renee does that. She's a, she's a champion. Oh. She, she looked after me today. Mate, you've oh, got a, you go. a wonderfully beautiful family, and I'm sure they'll give you all the love that you need. Yeah, because uh, you don't get it here at We've work. We've just got uh, words for you. Uh, words and uh, virtual hugs. Oh, thank you. So I'll pick up my gift voucher um, <laughs> later on? Oh, no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on. I just realised, how did you swing this? You get two days of presents, yeah. dad days and then into birthday. So 
How did you manage that? You're forcing the it love. It really is. It is two days, but not, well, I was born on Father's Day. So last year, for the first time in a long time, it was, my birthday was on Father's Day. So now it's back to normal. I've got two days of celebration, wow. but I get seven days really because I just, I'm spoiled like that. I say I want yeah. seven days and they give it to me. I agree. You should have seven days worth of cake. Um, uh, that's fair enough. Not that my body needs it. Not yeah. that my body needs it. Well, look, we'll see how the caramel cakes go in any sort of improvement yeah, look, in tipping this Thursday. Speaking of vouchers, I have an expired Red Rooster voucher <laughs> and it's all yours. I'll work my magical back. They're different, but they're ours. Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. Training for 12 months for this, guy. What's the chicken who counts her eggs? A mathma chicken. Mm. <laughs> Esky full of dad jokes. Thanks to the good old larrikins at Steel Supplies Gladstone. Yes, it's here. It's here. Esky full of dad jokes. And Pinky, I cannot believe the Esky this year. This is insane. Look, firstly, let's say a big thank you once again to Steel, Steel Supplies, the experienced guys for projects and bad jokes because Crazy they're fools. once again sponsoring this because they love it so much because dad jokes is their life. Oh, they're up there with me. <laughs> and yes, we have been supplied with the most epic esky yet. It's a 111 litre <laughs> bad baby. It's filled Ooh. with the dad jokes that get entered through. Yes, yeah, so you'll we have, have MO. a moon chair, Banksy. Moon chair, Pinky. I went to do a moon at you, and you're like, nah, the chair. Not uh, that a beach moon. trolley, lollies, barbecue <laughs> gear. There's even some, I saw a carton. Ca- I know. It's still there. I know. <laughs> uh, all there. All you need to do is share your jokes through the website, triplem.com.au. But all this week, yeah. we can actually take them on the show. I know. I didn't realise how much everyone needs a camp chair. And yeah. a and one of those uh, camp carts. Yeah, so, that's really those cool. Camp They're very trendy at the brilliant. moment. Brilliant. They are helpful though. Really good. You can even throw a kid or two in there if you really had to. Yeah. Just drag them. Well, you know, I, you know, I play in a band, <laughs> so I'll be possibly taking the drummer <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, say the drummer will oh, be he's popped in down there again. Is he? Uh, I got uh, a drummer joke for you, actually. Need a few of you to carry it. What did the drummer call his twin daughters? Anna one, Anna two. Of course you did. <clears throat> oh, dear. Hey, let's go live. Okay. Let's get these jokes on air. Okay. One, triple, three, five, three. Who's this? Uh, Bruce from Clive, my good man. Of course Morning, it is. Morning, uh, There's like 17 dad jokes you've popped up on our Facebook <laughs> page. Uh, mate, what's uh, what's your esky of dad joke entry? Come on. Righto. There's a chicken and James Bond walking down the road, <laughs> either side of the road. Mm. As they come to a pedestrian crossing, they both pass one another going across the crossing. James Bond goes, Bond, James Bond. The chicken goes, Ken, chicken. <laughs> Is that the joke? <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Brucey. He's got his golden eye on the prize, right? There you go. Uh, you are in the running to win the Esky full of dad jokes so you can continue improving your jokers. <laughs> Thank you very kindly. Yeah, like the spy who joked me, right? Oh, yeah, there that's we go. Exactly right. You know what's better than Ted dancing? What? Ted singing and dancing. Oh, <clears throat> Ted with two other dads and a baby. <laughs> How good was that movie? <laughs> that movie was great. Three, what was it? Hey, three men and a three little lady. Three men and a baby and a and dad and, and a lady. lady yeah. and then oh god, some sort of problems Showing later on age. in life because yep. it was Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> And it was like, oh, my God, a dad can change nappy? But, but Tom Selleck, right? Yeah, I know, right? Far out. What a mo. Uh, one, triple, hey, three, five, three. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> we, we just want to get you awesome or your 
terrible dad jokes. Yeah, they don't, they don't matter. No. Because someone won't have heard some of them. That's right. They'll be new to someone and they'll laugh. And we're popping them all into this 111-litre esky that you can win just by getting your entry in, giving us a dad joke. All right, groundsman, let's do this. Everybody knows I've been on a diet and I'm trying to lose weight. I want to get back to my original weight. Yep. But eight pound three ounces is just not realistic. <laughs> oh, stick a dummy in it. You're in the running to win, buddy. Good morning, uh, Triple M. Who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Gabriel. How are you today? Well, Gabriel, how much do you appreciate a good dad joke, right? Oh, I'm the expert. <laughs> Let's well, go, expert. I'll see about yeah, that. Yeah. All right, All jokers, right. come on. A horse walks into a bar and the barman says, hey, and the horse says, you read my mind. <laughs> That's actually good. I've never heard that before. <laughs> I was waiting for the long face one. Gabrielle, or... there's no hay in the prize pack, but there is beer. You're in the running to win, all right? Good luck. And, and there's another one, too, if you want to hear it. I, I keep going. Okay, here we go. I'm, I'm so old, even carbon won't date me. <laughs> even what? I'm so old, even carbon won't date me. <laughs> that was wild. Let's find out what else Banksy and Pinky have been up to. Like talking to an old neighbour friend I you know. haven't seen since yesterday. Hi, Casey Barnes. <laughs> How are you, mate? Oh, I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, again. No. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe Wandle Heights. Maybe we could look over in Bursica. There might be some opportunity in Calliope as well, uh, doing some house hunting for you because you're a local. You've been here that often, mate. Mate, we are fans of Rocky, I have to say. Great spot. They love their country music and uh, we are looking forward to coming back again very soon. Mate, you well, have he is it. a good friend of the show, Banks. He's yep. because he always answers the phone. Well, that's a thing. Uh, he doesn't send us through to voicemail or yeah. never reply. He's the only one. That's I why know. we love him so much. Hey, look, we're cranking <laughs> out the new single, God Took His Time On You. What's with all the love songs, Casey? Oh, uh, brownie points. Pure brownie <laughs> points. Uh, there's the answer. There's the truth. Yes. Yes, no, this one um, this one actually came about middle of last year. We were doing a, a fair bit of co-writing, teamed up with these two incredible writers in Nashville, and we um, we wrote it during lockdown last year and been sort of waiting for the right time to bring it out. Thanks to Triple M for adding it all over the country, so it's been amazing. How could we not? I mean, it's kind of the time that we need a little bit more love too while we're locked down. Is that what got you thinking about it? Just what I'm missing out on while lockdown's happening? Yeah, I think so. I think... Yeah. You know, we've, we've had enough negativity in the last bloody 18 months. It's yeah. nice to Amen. have something positive. Ed Sheeran's had a, a good run as, <laughs> as, as the, the go-to wedding the song. The wedding song guy. Yeah, so move over, Ed, it's time. <laughs> the, yeah. the meme the meme may come out, so, look, Casey, we need some love songs for February next year. Uh, Ed Sheeran's been down for the count. You're our man. Oh, yeah, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to fill those <laughs> shoes. Now, you had four nominations for the 2021 Gold Coast Music Awards. How did you go? Oh, dude, we actually literally had it on the weekend. Yeah. And, um, lucky enough, it's my second year in the row, uh, row one um, artist of the year, so... So that was so uh, pretty pretty great news. And um, Amy Sharks, uh, she's 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 won it three times. So wow. I'm chasing Amy now. She's um, <laughs> she's maybe next year. Yeah, but she's year, but a shark, mate. So. <laughs> she is. You just it's quit. funny. Amy and I literally grew up. Um, we we played all the same pubs and clubs and stuff all around the Goldie. We've known each other for years and. 
I'm so stoked for her. Like, genuinely, yeah. she's um, killing it. So it's great to see. Killer awesome. shark, eh? <laughs> she is. Beer and Barbecue Festival at the Rocky Sports Club, November 20. At the moment, we've got a lot of young bands in central Queensland. We've got the CQ All Schools mm. Battle of the Bands happening. We've got Under the Trees. We've got Village Festival. There's there's music and bands yeah. everywhere. They're all trying to get an edge over each other. The next generation's other. coming through. What is the best advice you got given, Casey, that you can now pass on to our CQ bands here? Good question. Um, lots of Lots of good advice over the years but one of the best ones um, that I've always remembered is no matter what the gig um, play every single show as though you never know who's sitting in the crowd listening and it's the best advice because some of the biggest things that have ever happened to me have happened when you least expect it and there's just one guy that's sitting in the corner that's like knows another guy like that's literally how I got my first big break in music was did one gig for John Eels. It's a long story, but I'll Johnny shorten it for Eels, you. Johnny Eels, John. Yeah. Johnny Eels, ex-captain of the Wallabies, one uh. of the nicest blokes in Australia. Did a gig for him. He calls me the next week and goes, oh, I want to try and help you with your music career. And I'm like, how is John Eels going to help you with my music <laughs> he career? He knows everyone. Yeah, that's right. Knows everyone. Mm-hmm. Next thing I get to open for Brian Adams for a day in the green. And that's literally how it happened. And that's what kick-started everything for me. So yep. that's my advice. Two or 2,000, it doesn't matter. You treat it like it's Wembley. Yeah, Absolutely. and get friends with Amy Shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. Amy Shark, do, 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 do. you know, have yes. friends in high places. Yeah, yeah. and you never know. Uh, stranger is a friend you just haven't met sitting in the crowd waiting to sign you. <laughs> yeah, there you exactly. go. Exactly. Uh, and don't be a douchebag. I think that's the oh, other piece yeah. of advice. You know? Easy to work with, yeah. Plenty of douchebags out there. Just be so a, easy to work with, be a decent person oh, and you to take care of itself. Where were yes. you when I needed you 20 years ago? I could have used that. Okay, <laughs> Casey Bards can't wait to rock on and country on again at the Rocky Sports Club, the Beer and Barbecue Festival, and, of course, more great times here at Triple M with God Took His Time On You. Love your work. Casey. Subscribe now to stay up to date. Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. Pinky, you and I use our voices every day. And, mm. well, you know, if you're fortunate enough to be able to, you can communicate with friends and family and people in your community in every day yourself. Yes, yeah. communication, mm. so important. Really is. Mm. And apparently the tone of your voice and yes. uh, your inflictions are very important as well. Yes. In fact, research has gone into this very fact and we have found some interesting results in our tones in our voices, oh, people of CQ. Oh, please, share. Women are turned on by men who mumble. <laughs> They see it as macho, according to this research. puke. Yeah, but uh, fellas are said to like the refined tones in the opposite sex because it indicates femininity. Oh, wow. What's a refined tone, Pinky? Me. (laughs) Yeah, how's that? So women want you to mumble... Because that yeah. sounds blokey and caveman-ish. Yeah. They, but men yeah. want the ladies to sound actually educated with a brain. Um, yeah. I, right. I don't know whether the track record <laughs> indicates that. Um, but, yeah, they've discovered women actually like men to speak slightly unintelligible. <laughs> Um, oh, I wasn't in the survey. Look, from a sexual selection standpoint, <laughs> males with traits that are slightly more masculine than average are typically preferred, and this is one of those traits. Okay. So in this context, it would make males with less clear speech more attractive. Right. Yeah. Um, 
obviously, yeah, there'll be further research into this as well. Yeah, so yeah. tell me all that again. Well, um, actually, I'm going to say if you... Um, Put him in the bin! Research on the show. <laughs> How's that doing That's it for you? That's horrible. That's it for now. Catch Banksy and Pinky weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple MCQ. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.